Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe, and I'm not here with Tracy, but I have questions from Tracy for the special guest that I have with me to bring you some fun podcasts about food, wellness, pets, uh, fun places to visit in the area. And today I have someone who I think might be interesting to all of our listeners for several reasons. First, because she's the purveyor and owner of the Rosemary House. And she's also a sixth generation herbalist. That's right. Yes. So I think that this episode is probably going to be pretty interesting. So I have with me today, Susanna Repper Brill. So Susanna, tell me a little bit about the Rosemary House, if people haven't heard of it. Well, thank you. Yeah, the Rosemary House is a herb and spice shop that my mother, Bertha Reppert, started in a small town in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania in 1968. Mm-hmm. So it's our 50th year this year. So Congrats. we're celebrating. <laughs> yes, thank you. And um, she started it in Mechanicsburg because she had a great interest in herb, herbs and a background with her family of herbal medicine and she figured everyone wanted to know about herbs and so she started uh, the Rosemary House in a conservative Republican town in Mm -hmm. in 1968 we always told her that she was probably on the wrong coast uh at that time exactly (laughs) how so how did she get involved in that kind of practice or study well she actually she was always a gardener forever Mm -hmm. and ever and she went to a a garden club meeting and had a lecture on herbs of the bible okay and she was just fascinated that these plants that were around for thousands of years biblical even were still in use today and some of them just for flavoring but flavoring in everything toothpaste you know um, just everything that we have and that just fascinated her so she started reading everything she possibly could on herbs Mm -hmm. and growing them and using them and researching them and researching some more and using all of us her kids as you know uh, (laughs) (laughs) guinea pigs Um, but that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what exactly is the Rosemary House? Is it a, just a garden that people can tour? Or? Well, it is a garden, that's, uh, and we consider it a public garden that's open from dawn to dusk every day of the week. Uh, we don't like people to come after dark because it creeps us out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but um, And then the Rosemary House itself is a little shop, and we mm-hmm. sell everything related to herbs, whether okay. it's culinary herbs or teas or fragrances or, of course, medicinal medicinal mm-hmm. herbs as well okay so you um do you have classes at the house we do on site or off site we do we do classes um on site and we uh, some some of them are related to crafting like planting a herb basket mm-hmm. or some of them are related to medicine like herbs for digestion or how to make your own herbal medicine mm-hmm. um but then we also do classes we you know we will come to your garden club or Ooh. group and mm-hmm and speak as well okay now we're recording this at the kutztown folk festival and i remember last year i don't see it and we're recording in the i don't remember where the schoolhouse but there was a lecture last year about and i don't remember the word but it was about people who used herbs broccoli is that what it is yeah the powwow powwow that's what it was okay is that kind of what it like well a uh, natural well, that's a faith medicinal? healing with oh, herbs. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah, it okay. is a little bit different, um, but it and it it does relate to some of the some medicine, but it's very faith based as okay. well. 
Okay, so that's a little different. Okay. Yeah, it's really pretty fascinating um, that it's a very Pennsylvania German mm-hmm. uh, tradition mm-hmm. of faith healing with, and it has other props and herbs, but red strings and horseshoes and lots okay. of things. I was reading on the on the website that you kind of did you get into did you kind of pick up or were you bitten by their herbal bug because you were always at the Rosemary House when you were little I think I read with a, a coloring That's, book in it yeah I was I had a coloring book in that when because the shop opened when I was five uh-huh. so I had a coloring book and a little desk in the back and what happened was I just kind of quietly absorbed mm-hmm. this. Um, knowledge from my mother from um, just being around her and her lectures and hearing her talk to customers and then I also learned a lot by asking customers when they came in what um, how they used the herbs Mm -hmm. and and they would tell me and I would say you know did it work or or let me know or whatever and that's I I learned an awful lot that way but then to formalize my training I did go to David Winston's school of herbal Mm -hmm. therapeutics Mm -hmm. um, which that school's in New Jersey oh okay yeah. Yeah. So you're sixth generation, I think it says, right? Y- yes. Okay. Now, um, that's uh, folk herbalism. Okay. Um, which I'm very proud of my folk herbalism tr- uh, heritage because mm-hmm. folk herbalism is something that's, you know, given freely. Um, you, you might exchange your herbal knowledge for some eggs or, oh. you know, yeah. or, or some produce or something like that, but it's something that is shared. And I really mm-hmm. love that part of the. Uh, folk herbalism tradition Mm -hmm. yeah so when people come to visit the rosemary house what are they most surprised by do you think do you think people come thinking i'm going to get like a biscuit mix with chives or marjoram or and then they find out i can use rosemary for this medicinally well i think there's i think yes there is a lot of that um i think what they're surprised by is the 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 number of different herbs we carry about um, 300 different oh. herbs mm-hmm. and when they see them all there in the jars and the names they're like there's so many they've never heard of mm-hmm. they've heard of the culinary ones but mm-hmm. you know we have some really interesting ones and and the other thing they're surprised by is that the shop is filled wall-to-wall floor-to-ceiling with just stuff and inventory mm-hmm. it's it's organized and it's tidy but it is um you know, people just kind of walk in and go. It's, first, they say it smells nice yes. in here. Uh, that's what yeah. I would think. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then they go, "Whoa!" You know, yeah. and so that's that's kind of fun. But the variety of herbs, they okay. just don't realize how many there truly are out mm-hmm. there. Probably even growing in their backyard that they would normally pull as weeds. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, or in fields and so mm-hmm. forth. And then our definition of herbs is very broad. So our definition of herbs is anything that's useful to man. So that could be for not just medicine and fragrance, but it could be to dye fabric. Oh. Um, it okay. could be for incense. Mm-hmm. You know, so we we actually have a fairly broad definition of what an herb is. Okay. Now, when I mentioned, it's funny, because when I mentioned um to some listeners, do you have any questions for an herbalist? If you had any, what would they be? Of course, one of them was, is there, and this one came from Tracy, my co-host. <laughs> if there was one miracle herb, what would it be? You know, that's, If there even is one. And, you know, it's like, for me, that's almost like having to pick a favorite child. Oh, uh-huh. I, I'm not completely sure I can do that, but um, garlic never ceases to amaze me Mm -hmm. you know all the things that it can do it antibacterial and antiviral right Uh, you know help with high blood pressure help with cholesterol um 
nature's penicillin. It's just hmm. really an amazing, an amazing herb. Interesting. Does, right. is some, does something like that also help with inflammation? Um, to a lesser degree. I okay. mean, there's other herbs that I might choose for mm -hmm. inflammation. Um, currently, turmeric is just getting crazy reports for inflammation. And the, mm -hmm. the beautiful thing of turmeric is it helps on inflammation, even if it's the old football knee from, oh. you know, mm -hmm. 30 years ago. Turmeric, if you're consistently... Is that topically or uh, ingesting? Inter internally, okay. yeah. Internally. And you can take that, you can just take the turmeric itself in rice or, you know, in chicken. Um, or you can take it as a tincture, oh, yeah, uh, tincture. or as, okay. as a capsule. Mm -hmm. The studies are showing, though, that taking turmeric with something like black pepper helps with the absorption mm -hmm. um, and and it does help an awful lot with inflammation. That's interesting. So that's what we'll tell my um, herb gardening and gardening friend who was curious about um, aging and aches and pains because inflammation would right. that help with the aches and pains of Absolutely. And then there would be other herbs to help with the aches and pains. Um, topically, mm -hmm. would be the, the mentholated ones like um, wintergreen, for instance. Arnica. Arnica makes a right. great mm -hmm. right, a great oil that you can make as a salve to use for. And you can grow Arnica. You can. And uh, it um, likes the cold weather. Okay. So it's something that we can grow in Pennsylvania and north. Or you can just stop in your shop. I'm sure you probably sell a stuff. It's probably easier <laughs> yeah. just to buy it. And then there's that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would think that would be easier just to buy. Um, another question I think that someone had was, typically we all think that um, herbs are used just to enhance the flavor of food. But does it also, if you're cooking with herbs, does it enhance the nutrition of food that we eat? Um, it does. I mean, there are certain herbs, like, for instance, nettles, which is a, you know, um, people call it burn hazel. Like There's stinging nettles? Stinging nettles, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that herb is very, very iron rich. Amazingly iron rich. So How do you get it? Like your hands on it. If you touch it with your bare hands, does it? Sadly, yes. Really? You, yeah. But it, if you pick it way at the very base, the bottom couple inches doesn't sting. So mm -hmm. if you're if you're careful, you can you can you can get it get without it. stinging too much. Now the second it's stewed in water, like spinach steamed or whatnot, what? it no longer. Yes, yeah, yeah, it loses immediately, immediately. Huh. Um, and then it's very, very iron rich. So that's one of the ones that I like to make for tea mm -hmm. because um, when I'm dragging, when I'm, you yeah. know, it's it, and I drink that for a while, it builds up that iron and I feel some pep and energy really? and movement. Yes. So you'll make a tea out of it. It's not like you should never put it in a smoothie. You could put it in a smoothie. As a smoothie's long as it's fine. Cooked. Right, right. Or okay. dried. Or dried. Or dried. Okay. Once it's dry, it doesn't sting either. Okay. So, yeah, you could put it in a smoothie. Um, I, I do it as a tea. I like to do it as a cold infusion. Mm -hmm. So that means I put it in my pitcher and then um, put it in the refrigerator and oh, leave it overnight. Like a cold brew coffee. Correct. Okay. And then in the morning, then I drink that. And I added some other herbs I, that are red clovers filled with micronutrients. So I put that one in. And red raspberry is wonderful for the female reproductive system. System. Really? Yeah, the leaf, red raspberry leaf. And wonderful for the female reproductive system. For women at any age? Any age. Like healthy, healthy reproductive system. Correct. Keeps, okay, yes. I never heard that before. Yes, and, um, and then sometimes some oat straw I put in because that's really good for stress. Mm -hmm. But anyway, back to... 
I wanted to get a little bit back to the nutrition. I went a little medicinal there. Mm -hmm. Sage and rosemary, for instance, are two of the herbs that are richest in antioxidants, which fight the um, the free radicals that yeah. are roaming in our body, damaging cells. Yeah. So um, cooking with sage and rosemary, you know, really helps with the antioxidants mm -hmm. in in your body. And you can try any sage, like uh, like I I plant sage for the bees. But I did find white sage that's usually used for smudging. But other like Mexican sage, I generally use the pineapple gar sage, the garden sage, the okay. garden sage. I mean, I love the pineapple sage for tea, and also because it attracts the hummingbirds, right. you know. Mm -hmm. But the, I'm referring to the garden, garden. regular salvia officinalis garden okay. sage. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Right. Right. So they do have some nutritional mm -hmm. effects as well. So when you dry the herbs, do, does it still retain its nutritional value just as if it was eaten raw? It does, yes. For the most part? Yeah, and my favorite way to dry things um, is in a brown paper lunch bag in the refrigerator. Get it out. dries. Mm -hmm. Get out, right? It dries. The, so our new refrigerators are like big giant dehydrators. That's mm -hmm. why if you don't wrap the cheese, you get yes. that. Right. So put it, put the leaves in a brown paper lunch bag and put it in the refrigerator. And in about a week, week and a half or so, it's completely dry. And then you can take it out and put it in your jar. Okay. But it locks in that flavor. Even with hard to dry things like basil, chives, um, it just really locks in mm -hmm. the flavor and taste and color. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just listening to you talk, it, it just creates so many other questions. So it makes me curious. You have classes, you said, at the Rosemary House, and we, you probably do traveling lectures? We do. We okay. do classes um, all year round, and we have a website that lists our all of our events, including our things like our fairy festival and our tea festival and, and uh, you know it's all listed at the rosemaryhouse.com okay, perfect. and then um and then also i am available if to come to your herb club or or women's club or yes. garden club or whatever okay as that's well. nice yeah and we can probably find that information on the website yes and it's the 50th anniversary this year so you probably have things planned for like maybe august september we are planned we're planners yeah. i'm and so we're actually planned all the way through till february of 2019 out. I know it's that's some serious organization <laughs> <laughs> it is and and some of our classes are throwback classes so some mm -hmm. of the pricings throwback to over the 50 wow. years okay. and we're having a big sale at the shop in October on the 4th okay and so. people so if people want to find out and stay current on the classes and the events what's the best way to do it like email the list or website yeah. yeah or the email list I mean on the website you can sign right up for an email list okay as well yeah okay that's great and then um, you have family that you're like bringing into the I'm trying to bring family, my kids right? into the fold uh -huh. here. Um, the, I'm not sure they're they're all coming willingly, um, it, it, or not. My son huh. Cedar. My kids. My kids are both named after plants. I was just going to ask Cedar. Then who's the other Angelica? Oh, okay. <laughs> my daughter's Angelica, and she's off to Penn State in the fall for oh, okay. for environmental studies. Mm -hmm. um, Cedar's only 15, mm -hmm. but he worked the shop for me while I was here at the Kutztown Folk Festival. Right. So. You know, that counts. Nice. Yeah, it yeah. does, I think. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I have other questions. Um, but I think I should probably, like, bring a friend to some classes. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, we'd love to have you. Yeah, you're not that far from... 
really Berks County, Susquehanna Valley area. We're just a little west of Harrisburg, Mechanicsburg's Perfect. just a little further west than Harrisburg. And so we're right off both 81 and the Pennsylvania Turnpike. So there are places to stop along the way too. Like you yes. can make a day trip and stop at a brewery, winery, right? Uh, or other nurseries, all sorts <laughs> or, of things. Yeah, and you could probably give directions, I'm sure. Yes. Some of your favorite I, spots. I, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, that's easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Susan. This My pleasure. Fun. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you learned something new. Um, be sure to check out the Rosemary House website. And the Rosemary House website, again, one last time, is? TheRosemaryHouse.com. Perfect. That's easy enough, guys. Come on. And then sign up for the emails. I have one of her really great catalogs, but and it's full of all of the classes. Um, blending teas, really. Come on. This sounds like a lot of fun. Spice rack medicine yes so that's exactly what we were kind of talking about is turning to your medicine cabinet and using it for um, your spice rack and using it for medicine so sage for sore throats um, thyme for a a cold Mm mm-hmm and super scone sunday well there are there are a ton of fun yeah this sounds like a lot of fun so go online and check it out because of course she said she has the calendar filled out through february and pick a class maybe i'll see you there thanks for tuning in and be sure to find me at phoebespurefood.com email me any ideas you might have for other show ideas i would love to talk to interesting people so you can find me at phoebespurefood.com thanks for tuning in bye